Welcome to the Global Exclusive Podcast. Today, we have, I think this is the first time we have this combination. We have myself, Barros, and Sinzar. Say hi, guys. Hey. Sinzar, don't be shy. Did we lose Sinzar? Did he die? I I said, what's up? No, you didn't. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It it didn't catch it. Uh, It's unusual. But yes, hello. I have a bit of news. Uh, Barros, you should be proud of me. I've okay. put down a down payment for a Polestar 2. That oh, means wow, nice. I myself have now contributed to Sweden's GDP. Possibly. Well, you have. Yeah, it's a very nice car. I actually did some uh, collaboration with Polestar engineers not that long ago. Uh, it's a very nice car. Congratulations. It's a very expensive car, though, but it's a very nice one. In Canada, considering most EVs are priced like that, it's not the most egregious pricing, actually, especially compared to, like, other luxury cars. Yeah, I mean, I mean, he, he, yeah, it's priced similarly to the any you know premium EV, uh, definitely. So yeah. Anyway, welcome to the EV podcast where we um, <laughs> rank and rate different electric vehicles. Um, today we're doing the Pulsar two. Uh, we also got a global exclusive EV. We could talk about oh. that. Too. <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, we actually have. Um, I lost my train of thought. That's how good I am at this. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. Because I was gonna say, are you sure this is the first time we did this this version of the man train? Like me, you, and Senzar? No, I've never been in um, a room with so much sexy people at once. So I'm like kind of struggling right now to keep my pants. Yeah, on. it's like I am sweating. Honestly, like, I don't know, like, listeners are going to be struggling with this one, but, you know, like, it, it's okay to take a break, take a wank, and come back. Like, that's fine. It's, it's okay. It's okay. But anyways, um, that excitement aside, we do have a Beach Blaster Olive. Nobody asked for a swimsuit olive. I don't think nobody ever asked for this. And then we got okay. MBAs for Ruby Conte and Barbara Risha. So why did we get, like, a summer olive? On a, like like for real like why do we get a summer unit because summer is kind of over in the world where there was summer right so it's it's yeah. it's probably it's probably to like overlap with the war of the visions collaboration because war of the visions is getting um summer Jaden and they decided to not spend time doing a global exclusive war of the visions unit so we just got like a reskinned global exclusive instead well well first of all I much prefer a global exclusive unit, even if it's summer reskinned, rather than getting a War of the Visions unit. I'm just going to go out and say that because, like, yeah. even if it's summer, Jaden, like Jaden without his top and, and his speedo. I mean, is listen, so listen, hot. listen. Jaden is hot, but but also like, if you want to look at him, you're going to be playing uh, War of the Visions, right? Like, you're not going to be, you, you don't want that pixely shit in here i'm or <laughs> although to be honest honestly we do have way too few male summer units we do like yeah how many can can you even think of i can like only think of laswell and nicole right are there more no i think that's it because like jp never released male summer units jp always releases female summer units correct yep just those really two. huh mm-hmm. Wow, that's really bad, actually. Like, we are due, like, like I, I, I can imagine, like, rugged Tyvus. Uh, okay, okay, listen, let's, 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 let's not go down this road. 
Um, let's instead talk about uh, Beach Blaster Olive. So, uh, Shadow, did you notice how fucking horny the Gumi guy was when he started naming these abilities? Oh, yeah, dude, Juicy Melons. Yeah, Juicy Melons, Shiny Melons. There is a Cleansing Cannon. I mean... Mm. Sorry, Cesar. I'm so sorry for, for you know you having to go through this, but like this is what you should have been expecting when you heard it was me and Shadow. I can't believe you're overlooking giant melon ammo. Giant <laughs> melon ammo. Oh my god. Yeah. Even flaming melons has like sounds kind of like a, a weird drink you'd get at a like tropical bar. Okay, but shining melons? Have you ever seen yeah, so, shiny so, melons? You know, coconut oil, uh -huh, I think uh -huh. says it all. Well, and the best part is, after you finish all quadcasting all of these these abilities, you cap it off with a dual summer shot. Mm. Mm. So honestly, like this was a very horny person <laughs> that wrote these abilities. Like a lot of thirst shining through these abilities. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, it, it, so so just. Why don't we talk a bit about the sprite? You usually talk about the sprite shadows. So, so what do you, how do you feel about the sprite? I mean, first, just to preface this, your opinions are absolute shit and nobody should ever listen to them. But what do you feel? How do you feel about the sprite? Okay, so here's the thing about the sprite. At first glance, it kind of looks like a copy-paste of the old olive sprite. But then you see that the animations are a bit unique, which I give them pops props for. But again, I don't think anyone ever wanted a bikini olive. I don't know where this idea came from. Somebody at Gumi is a much bigger degenerate than any of us thought it, it could be possible. Well, I, 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 th I think Cesar is absolutely right here. Like, they, they just had to have, like, I, I think Olive was just planned to be the next GLEX unit, probably. And then they needed a summer unit to uh, kind of pair up with Jaden since he was a summer unit in War of the Visions. I think, um, I think she's not the worst because it's better than Roberta. I'll say that. Jesus Christ, you should just not talk. That would be so much more pleasant. No, so I actually agree with you a bit here on that. Uh, the anime, actually, I, I found that the animations have a bit of a, um, I'm not going to say Easter egg to it, but like a touch of nostalgia because she, she has a, a different stance and, and, and a much bigger sprite than her original sprite. But while doing her LB animation, she kind of gets into this exactly identical stance that old olive gets into and that nostalgia actually got me so, so i thought that was pretty cute i thought that was like a nice homage to to the original unit so now that we talked about the sprite we should talk about the tmr and stmr muscles here no, no 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 first i need to know if sins are pulled on this unit i did and i had pretty good luck too so i should Oof. most likely have an ex3 by the time vip coins come out Wow, did you go all uh, until pity or? Yeah, uh, I, yeah. The I, I was basically gonna go to the card no matter what, and then like if I had happened to get like you know four olives along the way to the card, I would have stopped there, but I didn't. Um, so I had to keep going. But then I got another one as I kept going, and then I, at that point I was close to the pity, so I'm like, okay, a little bit more, get the pity, and yep, that's gonna be that should be ex three um in two weeks. So how many how many olives did you end up with? Uh three. Three. Wow. Very nice. Very nice. So I actually shittered a bit on this banner too. I only went to card and I got two olives. So I'm pretty happy. Um, nice. Now that we have the daily uh, dungeon, that's not too far off on EX3, actually. Mm -hmm. So I'm, uh, mm -hmm. I'm, pre I'm pretty happy. 
Congratulations. Congratulations. So Shadow, how about you? How about you? No, no, no. I spent all my lapis on Vaughn. Oh, okay. So you cannot, you, you will not obtain the juicy melons. No, no, no juicy melons for me. I only get a fist that looks like a spear. Nobody will be finishing you with a dual summer shot. No, sadly not. Not this summer. Maybe next wow. summer. This sounds like a sucky summer for you, my man. Sucky suck suck. Yeah. So, um, how about the unit? <laughs> Is it actually any good? I mean, since are pulled on it, so that says that it's absolutely oh, no, meta no, no, in no. cow. No, no, that's not necessarily true. Since are pulls on any GLEX. Any GLEX. No, 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 he doesn't. Like no. since are right? Since are you you kind of you need to you need it to be good too. No, I yeah, I, I just pull on the Clash of Wills club exclusives. Like for example, the like the Mont one or whatever, I didn't pull on that because you know it wasn't a clash unit. But yeah, yeah I, I, I pull pretty much on the clash units only as long as they're class, whether they're good or bad. And, you know, usually it pays off. Um, you know, they're worth it. Sometimes they're pretty terrible and trash like Olivera. But then, you know, a year later, Olivera goes from dumpster tier to amazing. So maybe, yeah. you know, the bad ones will as well. But actually, Olive is already pretty good. So, you know, she's actually really strong. As it is right she's now. really good. Yeah, she's like a magic version of Regina from JP. But like people keep people keep saying that, and I completely disagree. I wish they would really? stop saying that. The only the only similarity is the fact that they're both mages that use a gun. The similarity is in there. That, that is no, 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 no. That's not true. I mean, they have the exact same burst setup. No. So if you don't burst no. with Olive's no. SLB, it, it, they it, work pretty similarly. Okay, so you're saying like if you don't if you don't use Esther's LB, she's she's a bolting strike chainer. That's you, you, okay. That's a good point. Okay, that's a good point. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna cede to that. But the thing about her but, SLB isn't isn't it only good in Cal and outside no, of Cal? No, it, no, it is her best burst everywhere in the game. You will never use the finisher unless you don't understand that her SLB is better. <laughs> yeah. So the thing is like. Um, well, it also very much heavily depends on your gear and calcs. Like, I think that maybe in the wiki sheets, the finisher might be the go-to uh, because of not enough external support and so on. Um, but yeah, her SLB uh, outperforms. Like, I, I was looking, taking a peek at your sheet, Senzar, and you have her just slightly below Ibarra, which technically puts her on top of Cow because she's yeah. not element locked. Yeah, the Ibarra thing, like, I'm considering to delete an Ibarra from the sheet because, like, the build is technically accurate, but it's such a, such a rare scenario for that to ever come up, and it, it really, like, throws people off. But if we ignore the extremely niche Ibarra that will almost never be valid, um, yeah, she is the number one burst during Clash. Which is very nice. She is using her SLB, but as we kind of talked about it in the Newsday, Cow is not the worst format for SLB units, actually. Um, so that, that it works, I guess, like it does delay the amount of turns you can burst on it, it, it puts the new card in danger though. Right. Because the new card seems to only last for five turns. Is that, is that right? Did I get that right? That is correct. And yeah. if you're wanting to take advantage of that, you would have to do your big burst within the first five turns. Um, that being said, like with the exception of maybe two clash of wills ever, you always do your big burst in the first five turns of Clash. You know, your big score burst, and, and then you finish off the fight in the next few turns, not really caring about how big the burst is. But yeah, it's like virtually always 
your big burst is in the first five turns in Clash anyway, usually exactly on turn five. And this one, um, I've already ranked one Clash. And once again, turn five was the big score burst. So right. it would right. work so fine. Okay, yeah. that's good. That's good. That's, so the that's only, good to know. only thing about her is that it's in principle, she's an SLB unit, and SLB units are usually meh in my books. But, you know, it's like GLEX, most people are going to pull anyways. The, what's what's really weird is that um, before Gumi would never cross this line. Now they've crossed the line of SLB. Um, they never had a trans DPS unit before Chizuru. Now we have a trans DPS unit in Chizuru. So I think it's really interesting that they're just now a bit more brave with their unit designs. Honestly, I, I really think what Sinzar told me on the news day is, is true here, that this is this is a financial decision in a way, because you know if you think about it this way, Shadow, you don't have to make two sprites for uh, SLB units. Oh so my goodness! And I, make. I know, and that's why I hate JP units because most of them are like that because you don't want to make two sprites and two anime, two separate animations. Yeah, well, I mean, they still have to do like two LB animations, but yeah, definitely, like there's a lot of work not having to be done. Yeah, for exactly. a, no yeah. idle animations, no two attack exactly, exactly. animations. Yeah, so. So I mean, um, one thing that I'm gonna say that's that's beneficial for all of them. Again, Sinzar is not gonna agree with me because Sinzar is a meta knight. But one thing that I do like about Olive is that. So look at Tyvus. What happens when Tyvus doesn't have his SLB? He's useless. Um, well, he would use his regular LB. But the problem is Tyvus's regular LB is literally less than half the modifier. So you're taking a massive penalty. Exactly. Olive. Olive's regular LB is the exact same damage as her SLB. They are both the same modifier. So Wait, you just what? I did yeah. not know that. Oh yeah, you just well. Wait, outside, wasn't that the outside, outside of Clash? <laughs> yeah. Oh, outside of Clash. Okay, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because she doesn't have morale on her base. Exactly. Yes. So, so inside Clash, the SLB is way better because that one scales higher up. But outside Clash, they're identical. Right, right. So, uh, but, but I was also going to not just talk about the LB. That's actually a very nice uh, bonus I never thought about. Um, but also she does have her finishing mechanic, the, the pentacasting um, four modifiers and then a finisher that yeah. also does decent damage. So she's never going to be dead in the water. Like she, she's never going to be a gr like, like Graf, right? Like she's not going to be defending for four turns. She can sure. keep dishing out damage. Yes. Hey, the other thing, you guys keep, I don't talk about this ever, but it's the STMR. Holy crap, her STMR is fucking amazing. It's it fucking me, good. I mean, I was so play. happy to get to Olives, not because I'm, I'm going to get EX levels, but, but holy shit, Summer Sparky. So good. Like, I mean, it, it's, 240, it's a TDH gun with 240 flat magic and 150% true dual hand and... Isn't it more? Killers. No, that's it. Yeah, and killers. killers, right? Killers, yeah. It's like so good. I mean, like Sinzar said, if you combine this with her TMR that allows you use of guns, increases LB damage, and gives you 60% magic, holy shit. Yeah, you can it, put this on anyone. It's a better version of the Fryavia TMR STMR combo. Because Fryavia yeah. used to be the best in terms of like forcing people to use uh, magic yeah, damage. But but, but I mean, I mean, better. far better, far better, because oh, yeah. with the 150 equipment magic on the gun, it makes gearing non-TDH mages much easier. Like, like I like Renoa, for instance, but it's quite tricky to build her properly for TDH while getting a lot of killers. Uh, with this, going to be a piece of cake. 
Exactly. The, the more important thing too is, um, you know, while Freevia. What is more important than gearing Renault up? I want to hear this. Well, exactly, because while Freevia could do the whole thing with the sword stuff and do the sword in peril, the problem is Freevia has, relatively speaking, bad breaks. While on the other hand, Olive is literally the best breaker in the game for Spirit. So you're bringing Olive anyway. You're not really making any sacrifice. So you're by giving the gun to Renoa, for example, you're bringing Olive anyway to break for Renoa. Olive is going to gun in peril for Renoa. And yeah, that, that's why it's just a lot better of a, of a you know, suite altogether on Olive as opposed to Free Evia. True, true. No, that's a good point. That's a good point. I mean, I, I really appreciate that about um, Louise back in the day where, you know, like you're bringing her and she's going to do all of these things for you anyway and enable it. Uh, although I don't like us shitting on Fryavia, okay? Like Fryavia is a good unit. <laughs> let's 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 not call her bad, okay? Yeah, don't tell well, Sansa that she hates Fryavia. Well, can we at least admit that everyone's hype for the quote unquote Fryavia card to say Fryavia completely missed the mark? Like oh, yeah. Fryavia is never going to use this card. Okay, so let's talk about this card. Let's talk about this card. Well, hold on. Are we done with the unit though? Yeah, we are. Right. Oh, we, we, we actually barely even talked about um, Olive, um, other than saying she's a DPS. Uh, but honestly, but she's a DPS. <laughs> that's what else is there? That is basically where it ends. Um, she yeah. is very, very high damage, one of the highest on global. Um, but the problem is that's basically all she does. She, like, unlike the last year of exclusives, she has like no party support whatsoever. Her killer yeah, herself yeah. only. Her buffs are self-only. Everything is self-only. The only thing she brings to anyone other than herself is the spirit break, I mean, which is nice and all. But like, at the very least, they could have given her an AOE Aqua Killer for the for the clash or something. But she has nothing for the party. And that's, yeah, that's, that's I was a bit surprised. I was a bit surprised, honestly, because we've been maybe we've been spoiled, but we are kind of used to now uh, GLEX cow units having at least some party versatility, right? Like at least some value to your entire party, even if they are a pure DPS unit, like Chizuru, for instance, she can still do stuff for your party. Um, mm. But this is a very selfish unit. Again, a very good unit, but but selfish. Um, she has very high killers, though. She ge gives herself 200% killers. We should mention that. Um, but yeah, well, guys, I, I, I hear what you're saying. I have a question. Uh -huh. Yep. If... Knowing that we know about Chizuru and Olive, do you think Wilk, Wilk still deserves the premium treatment that he got a month ago? I don't think he deserved it a month ago. I like that. Yeah, Ooh. I agree. Ooh. I agree. He was premium a month ago, but you know, like times move fucking fast in GL world. Um, but yeah, I think I think we've talked about Olive enough. I, I I think we can go and oh, we should say we should say that her ninety percent spirit break is tied to her SLB, meaning that you cannot turn one um, spirit break. So you're gonna be like whatever you're gonna be doing, you're gonna be waiting until well at the earliest turn three. Um, she has eighty five percent on her uh, base LB instead. Um, so that, that's a small downside, I guess, should be mentioned. Yeah. And that's about it, right? I can't much, yeah. much that or Oh, uh, we, we should also mention that she's a decent like cow breaker uh, as well, because she actually breaks all stats by 85%, which, you know, compared to like, I don't know, if you're bringing Kaido or something, 
for only because because I was thinking of this problem. I was thinking of like, okay, if you're bringing all of now, you you need the spirit break. Of course, she brings it herself, but then you also need a a physical breaker now because you obviously want to bring Chizuru. But I guess again in Cow, that's not that big of a problem because Chizuru has her own, and and I guess you could even survive with the eighty five, right, Cesar? Like that's not a huge damage loss. Oh yeah, breaks and clash of wills are almost irrelevant. You could literally go with like uh, just just the obsidian bracer, and you're totally fine because clash of wills has excessively high passive stats. The difference between an eighty break and a ninety break is like three percent. It's like nothing. Yeah, right, it's right. yeah. The, the 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 big ninety breaks are a big deal in dark visions. They are basically meaningless in clash of wills. In fact, the current clash of wills I just did, I only used eighty percent breaks, and it was. I did 4.1 billion, so yeah. Why? You had Olive. You could use at least 85. Oh, no. I, I, no, my, my rank one team did not use Olive at all. She wasn't <gasps> even on the team. What? Okay, that's that's uh, ominous, but uh, let's, it, it, let's no, get to no, that. No, 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 it wasn't, it wasn't that at all. It's because I, I, I pre-built the team last night, and then that, because this Clash, we're not, we're, I'm sure we'll talk about it in a minute, but this Clash of Wills is so easy. I ranked one in the first hour with the, the team I made last night. It was a joke. Oh, okay, okay. That's that's been disappointing, but let's let's get to that soon. Then let's get to that soon. We need to talk about the new card, though. We do, is. we do. Yeah, yeah. Thank you for bringing us back to that shadow. Um, the Friavia card is basically kind of dumb stats. No one cares about the stats, but there's a little thing at the end where it's the first five turns in Clash. No, sorry, the first five turns. If you have a morale-based LB damage, it gets a modifier boost. It's really interesting, but it's also the first five turns. Which is and it's given. but it's fairly large, right? Like it's fifty x modifier yeah, increase. Users like Chizuru probably will see the biggest benefit, which is ironic because she was already super strong, anyways. Yeah, Chizuru Oliveira gets a four x boost on that, so Oliveira gets a two hundred x modifier <laughs> boost thanks to that. Um, Chiz, does anyone like? Does anyone else like Sky? I guess. Uh, the um, what's your uh, pretty much. Just about everyone that has a morale scaling LB will want this. Um, even but Sky, would they want it over a 500 flat stat card like the, Dazzling or, or Kaito or something? The higher your base, your base LB mod, the less impactful getting 50 to 100 to 200 more is going to matter. For someone like Oliveira, absolutely. She, he, uh, he quad dips. So that, that's a four times application to Oliveira. Best in slot card by far. For Chizuru, it double dips. So a 100x modifier is definitely worth losing 500 flight attack. Um, for Sky, who has like a 760 LB anyway, and then going to like, I don't know, 810 or something, or even you know more than that with Sylvia in the party, um, that would require me to get out the calculator and calc it, which I will do eventually. I haven't yet. But that one is less, less of an absolute. But I mean... It's definitely, yeah, sure. I mean, yeah, it's definitely worth it on like Chizuru, um, and also it's probably going to be really worth it on Olive because Olive's LB is morale scaling. So this will this will be like probably Olive's best in slot, honestly. What about Esther? But really, like, I mean, it's it's so hard because like Olive, what does Olive have max stacked? She has like four fifty, four fifty. 450 before any other boost, yes. So, you know, Sylvie brings it higher, the card can bring it higher, but on her own, it's a 450 LB, yes. Right, right, yeah. I mean, I really want to see some calcs here because, like, you know, it's 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 kind of like a 10% increase in mod, and then the question is, you know, how does that stack up to 
500 flat stat because like that's what she's giving up like you'd be using dazzling demoness on on all of otherwise so it's it's kind of yeah interesting interesting uh, another oh. problem with sky also is that sky doesn't double dip on this because it's morale only and as i as far as i remember sky, only one portion of sky's lb is morale right correct yeah it, it, would, it would be just a plus 50 to, to sky so sky sky is probably the biggest um question mark for me without doing math because her again she has low base attack high lb mod and this is a card where you're losing more attack and gaining more LB mod. So you're like, you're scaling in the wrong direction. Sky really yeah. prefers more flat stats as opposed to, well, again, the, 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 the math could, could say I'm wrong. That, that's just, I have, I have to calculate it. Yeah, we Remember a month ago when we saw Sky and Esther get buffs and we were like, why the hell are they getting Sky and Esther buffs? Now we see why they did it. Yes, yeah, for sure. I mean, there's power creep. Chizuru jumped over both of them, and then now Olivera jumped over Chizuru. So, of course, September's unit will jump over Olivera. Or not Olivera, <laughs> o- Olive. Olive. Well, well, actually, <laughs> it's funny that you said it that way, because Olivera could be the top DV damage dealer with Fryavia's card, given the immense boost it gives that, him. That is true. Yeah, I actually haven't calculated this on Olivera either. Because, like, I mean, it's 200x. 200x LB mod increase, and then of course on top of that you have uh, you have Sylvie. Uh, Olivera also can use the um, focus from Dark Rain. Um, yeah, it's like it's 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 uh, it's interesting. It's interesting to see. Although again, Olivera's biggest downside is that uh, he is dark locked, and we don't have that many dark cows. Correct. Yeah, the current one is not weak to dark, so we're not going to be testing him out this month. Yeah. Yeah. But very Anyways. good. I mean, it, it is a good card. It's it's. I'm gonna say it's not as meta defining as some of the other cards, like Dazzling Demoness and so on, right? Or is that just me? No, that's correct. Uh, Demon is the only one that was kind of quote unquote meta defining. Um, probably, yeah. I guess the the very first one was for a while. The 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 true the the rain card, the double hand one. It was really good for a while. Yeah, but, with great sword and peril and stuff. It was really nice. Actually. To be honest, I still use the hell out of that one because of the Greatsword in Peril. And I've been waiting for them to do more versions of that, like, you know, an auto rod in Peril or an auto, mm-hmm. you know, katana in Peril, whatever. And yeah. we, we haven't yet. But that is, I use that consistently everywhere. I love that card. So yeah, I, Especially I, rod because fuck that in Peril. Like, mm-hmm. holy shit, it's only garbage units. Like, <laughs> we, we need a new rod in Peril source for real. Like... I'm just so happy we don't have to equip rods on people. We can just equip <laughs> guns now. Like guns are a thing again. Louise kind of had the gun meta a while back, and now it's it's being brought back with Olive. So I like that. Mm-hmm. Anyway, we should probably move on. We've been we've been fawning over juicy melons for far too long. So yeah, but the other units aren't much worth the talk about. We've got Ruby Conte and Barbaricia. <sighs> yeah. So Ruby Conte is is as I understand it basically worthless right or is there any saving grace to this unit no pretty much um like you know he he did have use in the final fantasy 4 chronicle but because of the whole drama of delays they removed the final fantasy 4 lock which means there's really no reason to ever use rubicon yeah i mean just to put it this way his lb does 65x modifier with a 65x uh, damage over time effect. Okay. Well, no, the the the, the base form you never use. Use the shift form. The shift form has a two hundred and thirty XLB. Oh, okay. Hold on. Which is which is still really low. Yeah, it's a it's a one hundred and thirty, and he's got a self mod boost to a hundred X. 
So, I mean, that's still way too low to matter, but you know. Yeah, 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 for sure. Okay, and then Barbie though, does so one thing that happened here is that they buffed her TMR and STMR. So they are slightly better now. They are amazing uh, now. They are so the TMR good. TMR and STMR are very good, yeah. Yeah, because they have so many killers now that that her TMR also got some magic on it. Uh, it's it's very nice. Like you're going to be equipping this a lot, I guess. Uh, her STMR though, I feel like is still quite niche. Like you're going to be using that against well, for people that want to throw out tornadoes, basically. Yeah, it like really the the, the STMR. Um, you know, it's it's it, it's an amazing human killer for mages. Um, source, uh, which is a, is very very common. I realize that. But yeah. um, but more importantly, it's 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 basically for Renoa. Uh, Renoa can now do legitimate wind damage on like a wind mage stage uh, with Barbarisha as a partner, and it's not like top of the meta or anything, but it's better than it was because of, because of this upgrade. And that makes me very happy. I'm very happy. Like uh, I, I know this was a thing when Barbarisha wasn't released that like this this um, this would have buffed, but. Um... Now it's here, so I am happy, and I'm definitely going to be using it. Too bad it came out the day after DV closed, because I would have definitely used this on my Renoa in in the Magic stage. Do you do you think that timing had anything to do with that? Because like, oh yeah, hundred percent. It, it, it's magical human killer. It's wind made. Like this is everything against the Dark Gigas fight, and they hold it to literally the day Dark Gigas closes. Like that is frustrating. Well, I mean, either it's intentional or it was just a mis- mistake and it was supposed to come sooner, but then something else happened. Because it's very uncannily good for the Jagus fight. I mean, first of all, it helps. I mean, Barbarisha would be good in that fight to begin with. Like, she would, especially because cause there are so few mages that actually fit that fight. And, you know, buffing Renoa. I, I mean, I doubt this was intentional because it's not that big of a deal, right? Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's in the grand scheme of things, it's not that big a deal. And, and again, we're, we're talking like Barbarish is going to solo carry the fight. <laughs> that is not the case. It's just, yeah. it's just you know, an, a usable option in a fight that had basically no options except one single team. This would have been some options. But yes, no one was going to perfect score the Gygas with Barbarish or Renoa. It is still exactly. way less damage than the, the teams people were using. So I'm not that sure this was delayed on purpose. I think this was maybe a happy or an unhappy coincidence. Uh, honestly. Besides, even if you had this and you were bringing Renoa, if you had Dark Fina like I have, well, Renoa wasn't chaining Tornado with Dark Fina. So you were not going to be using Tornado anyway. Although, ni- nice accessory for some killers. True. Yep. Okay, so we've gone over the units. Um, what more did we receive this week? Well, obviously, Cow. Did we get anything else? Technically, uh, exclusive item world with a weird sword, but that's it. That too. No, we, we also got the mind flare fight, and it's a little tricky. Um, I, I, I already went in there and cleared it, and it took my like you know fully powered team two turns to get it done, which is not hard. But I guarantee you, you're going to be seeing some complaints from like newer players. Like this is insane. Really? Oh yeah. Like yeah. I mean, so so yeah, you couldn't OTK it, or at least I couldn't. I tried OTKing it, so I just used the same team and went to turn two with a slightly bigger setup, and then I could go OTK it. Uh, yeah. Because Chizuru is fucking broken, <laughs> but otherwise, um, it wasn't that bad. Like, pretty although, much the same. 
pretty much the same thing for me. Um, when, when, when I first went down with my usual team, uh, the whole team got slaughtered. I'm like, whoa, whoa, hold on. So then, so then I put Chow on the party for preemptive cover. That handled that very easily. If you don't have Chow, you know, General Celeste did the same thing. Um, yeah, or, or, or I like, used Ash, actually, but uh, oh, yeah. you know, she's oh, yeah. my new flavor. There you go. I used Ash, too. Ash is so good. And, and, then, uh, and then, I, then I did my burst again, and uh, it didn't work again. So then I, like, I said, okay, that's it. And then I geared the team properly, and then I killed it on turn two. Okay, yeah. now that Byros brought Ash up, let me just say this. Ash is actually low-key a really, really good magic tank. Like in my experience using her in the last two weeks, I've taken what her. What do you mean low years. key? She's an excellent magic tank. I, You're saying I, it as if nobody knew this. People were sleeping on her as if like she was the troll of the banner. I, I think the problem is that you know people want Balthier. That that's Maybe. that's kind of the problem. But honestly, to me. I think Ash is the better unit in every aspect. You know, maybe I'm gonna no. get you know pitchforked for this, but yeah. No, I pretty much disagree. Um, I'm not. I don't disagree with what you're saying. I disagree with the reasoning you're giving. I think it's not because people were hyped about Thier or because anyone disagrees that Ash is a good tank. It's just that we don't need a bulky magic tank. We need a utility magic tank. And now, while Ash does have some, the problem is everyone comparing Ash is comparing her to Chow. And she does less than Chow does, and that's kind of the core problem here. Okay. Yeah, well, I mean, but Chow is also fundamentally broken. I don't I, want to I use still Chow. Think... I want to use an FF12 unit. Well, I mean, Ash, I, yeah, that's absolutely. really, really good. And, yeah, and Ash is extremely good. Like Ash is probably tied with Chow um, if you don't need his morale gain. Yeah, Ash is maybe even better because, in my opinion, she is bulkier, I think, than Chow. So, um, but it's just you know. The, yeah, the I, only... I still feel Chow has the bigger, um, bigger. I was gonna yeah. say penis, but that feels so wrong talking about a dog about a that dog. way. But but support kit, <laughs> he does have the bigger support kit though. Even though Ashes is good, although <laughs> Ash, th this wasn't Ash's banner though. Shadow, stop simping for Final <laughs> Fantasy twelve units. Oh my goodness, dude! I pulled on every single one of these Final Fantasy twelve banners, and I'm actually enjoying it quite a bit. Well, you got all of them, so congratulations. Thank you, thank you. It's it feels like an achievement. And I do agree. I, I really, really like Ash. I love the design. She's like Celeste 2.0 in my mind, and I just really enjoy her. So yeah. uh, let's final, now talk about the actual units. Final, final thing about Ash. She has <laughs> She has an on-demand 45% fire amp. How many units can say that? All right, that's it. Uh, quite a few, actually. I'm sorry. Yeah, I was about to say a bunch. And also, it's 35, not 45. Ex3, she gets 45. Oh, she does. Okay, I did not. AOE I didn't 45. Have okay. Yeah. yeah, but still quite a bunch. I'm sorry, but like there are quite a few nowadays. Anyway, uh, let's then talk about cow. So, Sinzar, you said it was ridiculously easy. I, I, my experience only went up to 85, and then the uh, Mirage started trolling me, so I just didn't do OTKs anymore. Uh, so I'm waiting for orbs. Um, so, what can you tell us about? Okay, I'm probably going to get in trouble for saying it's ridiculously easy because there are going to be people that struggle and get mad at me for saying that. Um, my qualification for saying it's ridiculously easy is the fact that within what, less than an hour of working on it, blind, no data mine, not even the new unit, I had already ranked one. So that's my classification for saying I mean, that's, that, that's a very good definition of it being ridiculously easy. Like, yeah, sure, it's you. You're basically a god at, at, at Cow and Trials. But still... That sounds very excessive. Like within an hour is is yeah. 
Yes. Um, so the, the thing with this clash is um, the boss is incredibly squishy. Like I did 4.1 billion. I didn't have morale maxed out. I wasn't using, I had no bird killer buff. I wasn't using the new units and I did 4.1 billion. So I massively. Wow. And, and that is with Wait. all modifiers on. So it was super easy. The AI, um, well, I, I don't know if it's complex or not. All I know is that I didn't know what was going on and it didn't really matter because no one was really dying or anything, except in phase two. Now, if you ever watched my live stream of my rank one attempts, once I got into phase two, I don't know what the hell was going on, but everyone was dying. But because Sylvie is so broken, unless you like completely catastrophically wipe out the party, Sylvie is just gonna counter and bring everyone back. And that, that, that's how my phase two went. Every turn, people just kept dying. So we bring them all back and we just continued and finished off the fight. And I won. Yeah, I'm. I'm gonna say, you know, when when um, Riku came out first, and we were talking about how dumb it is to have an AOE re-raise, and 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 I still hold by that. It was dumb, and I really like Paladin Sylvia as a unit, but giving her AOE re-raise on a counter was fucking dumb. AOE. Okay, AOE raise and re-raise, meaning yeah. you don't you don't even lose your unit's turn, which is the big deal. Yeah, yeah, it's so dumb. Like it's so dumb. But okay, I'm, I'm happy that like it actually works really well. Um so yeah, this clash is lightning fire and um what now? Earth? No, light. not earth. Light. 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 light, light, yeah. Um so basically we've already said this, but Sylvie obviously with 100 percent amp is what you're gonna be using. Um, you actually didn't even use Olive Sensor. Um, so that's that's gonna be I, I'm this might be the first cow I cap because if it sounds so easy, then maybe even I have the time to actually gear my units. Do you have Kaito? That is one question. I actually did not use Kaito, but after seeing the fight, I I I one thousand percent should have. It would have been so much easier if I had brought Kaito. Yeah, I, I have Kaito, I have Chiz, I have Olive. I mean, should be doable, I'm oh. guessing. That's a that's a very easy. How very essential easy. is Chow? Because I don't have her in that EX three. I only have Maeve at EX three. Um, I think I think Maeve is totally. Ooh, then it, oh, I don't know because when Maeve re raises, she's not magic covering. That's going to be a concern in phase two. Hey, bring Ash. All right, Ash, it is. Oh yeah. Oh, there, there you go. Yeah, yeah. So when you, if because then again, again, I did it completely blind, no data mine. So once we see the data mine and really like plan it out, it's very possible that I can take that train wreck of a phase two and make it a smooth sail. No one dies. I don't know, but um. Yeah, but it sounds like if you had Sylvie, everything worked out anyway. So uh, yeah. that's that's good to know. That's good yeah. to know. The the, the the way my phase two will go. I'd cover with Chow, he'd cover one or two attacks, then he'd die. He'd re-raise, he'd cover one or two more attacks, he'd die again. Then the party took one or two attacks, they all die and re-raise. The party took a few more attacks, they all died again. But then Sylvie, because she's super thick, um, she'd bring everybody back, and we just continued. So you're saying wow. Sylvie never died through all that? She never did. Nope. So <laughs> well, I mean, you can literally gear Sylvie like a fucking tank. So, you know... With that and with like uh, re-raise and she's always geared for evasion anyway. Come on, she's not dying. Mm -hmm. But okay, very interesting. I, I can't wait to test it out. It's not going to be today, but um, uh, I'm hoping to get in, uh, get get some licks in tomorrow. Sorry, another thing that happened this week. If we're done talking about cow, is daily frag dungeons. Yes. So 
do your daily frags? I, I did my daily frag today and I actually forgot to do the reset trick because uh, I didn't know what to expect. So I thought I missed it, but then I actually didn't miss it. Um, well, I, I mean, I did miss miss it, but uh, uh, now I know what to expect. So what happens is that tips to a tip to anyone listening what you want to do is you just want to wait until your menu button lights up in the bottom right as soon as that lights up you hit it and the prerequisite is you need to bring a shifted uh, unit so a unit that has a base form and it needs to be shifted into its shift form because that kind of gives you that time window to tap the menu button and see how many drops you got so tomorrow i'm resetting how many times are you going to reset? Are you going to reset until you get like a 10 drop, a 9 drop, an 8 drop? At what point are you going to be like, this is enough? Honestly, if I'm going to answer honestly, I'll probably not be resetting. <laughs> daily. But um, but no, no, I mean, I, I might try at least a couple of times. Like if if I get five or six, I might I might go like seven. Maybe seven is a good limit for me. You know, at least two units got two then. Actually planning to reset for eight each day. Um, in JP, I don't really do it, so I don't really have the experience of how tedious that would be. Today, my very first attempt got eight, so like I didn't do any resetting because I didn't need to. But reading comments from other players, some of them are saying it takes them like 10 plus tries to get an eight drop. And at that point, I might just take take seven drops and be happy. Yeah, that does sound like a lot. Let's see. I mean, again, I'm I'm not that desperate for shards. I'm just happy we're getting them on a daily level. Um, that's that's really what I'm super happy about because I have many units that are now getting up to the EX levels I need them at. So it's it's going to be really good. It's going to be really good. Um, and besides, you know, a lot of people have been hating on this, but I actually enjoy having a steady progression to return to every day, even though it's this tiny, tiny thing. I do enjoy coming back and, you know, getting yet another shard towards Olive's EX3. I like that. Mm -hmm. Perfect. And I think that wraps up the week. Well, I'm just going to mention something that Sinzar mentioned to me and something that Demos from the Discord has also been saying. But um, in JP, apparently the daily shard dungeon does get buffed from time to time in certain events and so on. And the drop rates, well, the drop rates are not doubled. The drops are doubled, um, which is quite powerful. I don't know if we're going to get that because uh, we Hopefully haven't heard we anything about it. Uh, they haven't mentioned we, it. I would, I would assume... We just got this, so I don't think they'll ever talk about drop rates anytime soon. Hopefully, no, not at all, not happens. at all. And I and and I like I am fine with if it doesn't drop. I'm just I'm just saying that they're like people have been saying that our GL source of shards from before was just as good as JP, which hasn't been true for quite a while since JP has not only had the daily, they had the daily and the double drop from time to time. So they have gotten a lot more shards than we have. Um, but now at least we have the daily. Yep. Mm -hmm. So, uh, what units are you running? Uh, for me, it's Dark Rain, the Premium Dark Fina, and then a few units I have at EX1 that don't aren't EX2 yet. With like uh, the the Vaughn, I just got Vaughn in today's daily sixty pull, so Ooh, nice. um, or, or weekly sixty pull. So I got him, and then I've got Leftia and Lena in there for just hitting EX2 at some point because then you get you know Warring Spirit it makes them a little easier to use. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I get that. I get that. Yeah, you shadow. Um, right now I have Chow. Final Fantasy twelve units. It's like just Final <laughs> Fantasy twelve units. I mean, I do have both here and there, but I do have Chow and then Kaito and Wilk, Sylvie, because they're all in the X two. I need an X three. 
Oh shit, you just reminded me I need to remove my Kaito because I will Yeah, actually I don't know. Sinzar, maybe maybe you can advise me here. So I put my Kaito in there. He only lacks 50. Now I did buy the uh adventure crest pack, uh, meaning I will get another one of these uh picks, unit well, picks, and you, you you actually get that no matter what. The the free pick is is on on the free side. Oh, okay, okay. So, okay, then I would have gotten... Any, everyone gets it. Anyway, I was planning on taking a Kaido there, because that would bring Kaido to EX3. But now that the daily is here, I can just run Kaido through the daily. Uh, EX3 isn't a huge deal for him anyway. Um, would it make sense to get Leftia, given that we just got uh, heroic quests that we didn't talk about? Wow, this was such a professional segue into that. Um, uh, because Leftia's gear gives you 100% uh, amp, right? Single target amp to fire. Yes, and I guess if you have zero leftia, I'd say sure. Honestly speaking, I don't know how relevant that's really going to be because Sylvie exists. If you don't have Sylvie, then absolutely, but I assume you do. Um, so, and I mean, are you ever going to bring leftia over like Roberta? I mean, sure, she would give one unit 100%, but like Roberta brings so much more. Yeah, maybe. I feel like she'd be a dead slot. Maybe on like a sub boss in Dark Visions that is weak to fire but is not weak to thunder or earth, then maybe Leftia could justify her slot to bring someone like Typhus. As well. Oh, oh, um, to I guess segue again. Same thing, the heroic quest. Gumi really messed up this week. Um, oh. because you know the, the heroic quest we're talking about, the the run to gear came out that buffs up Typhus, it doesn't work. It's broken. No. Oh, that's yeah. a shame. Well, well, we don't really have anything big to use Typhus on yet, but uh, I what, really hope that I get fixed soon. What exactly is broken about it? Just doesn't work. Uh, it well, okay. So it it works, but the way it works is the helm gives Runda three different skills. All of these skills buff Typhus by sixty X modifier for the next turn, and he triple casts all of these. Right? It's like with flavor. It's called like here we go. Get yep. ready on my mark. Something like that. Like, you know, a flavor thing. Mm. Um, but they Gumi forgot to add these skills to Runda's triple cast. So Runda can't triple cast them, meaning you oh can't you can't use all three. You can only use one. And oh. that's like worthless and it's hilarious. It's like whoops. But that's obviously gonna get fixed. That's that's I, obviously gonna get fixed. I hope so. The better question is when's it gonna be fixed? Like, please fix it next maintenance at the very latest. Because yeah. actually, even before that, because honestly, the current Clash of Wills is weak to fire. And as a budget option, Runda plus Tyvis and Clash of Wills could be a very relevant option because uh, people are already rank one scoring with Runda on the party for his mitigations, obviously. So unlike like a Dark Visions fight, Runda is not a dead slot. You're bringing him anyway. So yeah. that, that means Tyvis is literally, assuming it worked, a like 750x LB Thunder. That's stronger than Esther. So, yeah, they should fix that. Yeah, I mean, I mean, technically stronger than than Sky as well because Sky's stats are fucking trash. Yeah, uh, yeah. So they they really need to fix that like tonight. Yeah, that would be very nice. Actually, I, I would love to actually try a Tyvus cap as well using uh, Ronda as a buffer. Maybe not Leftia yeah, because like yeah, but. Uh, Let's see. I might then pick Leftia just because I don't have any, and I don't really have any other units I want. I would, I would take another Fryavia, but I can't because I've already taken one. So I'm just gonna probably and go with a Leftia then. Speaking on that topic, um, this is actually a huge and huge deal 
for many, many players. I have to put this word out there. Okay, so there's another big humbug that Gumi did. Um, as you were talking about Barros, one of the Adventure Crest rewards is the unit of choice ticket, right? Yeah. Well, that comes from getting 100,000 event points in the item world. Most people, if you're not like crazy refreshing, are not going to hit that until midway of the second week. The unit of choice shop closes this week. So if you don't refresh and get that ticket this week, you can't even oh, use it. You can't that's even a bit use scummy. It. That's a bit Very scummy. good point. Thank you for sharing that. Actually, I always felt that the uh, w whenever we have item world adventure crest uh, requirements, they are so incredibly higher than anything else. Like a raid, you cap out on the first day. Mogging, same thing. But like for item world, um, well, unless you're refreshing like a madman, you're going to be capping that in a week. And you have to refresh or you're going to miss your unit of choice ticket for Neo Visions. Yeah, I hope Gumi hears this because like an easy fix is obviously just extending that shop for another week. Mm -hmm. um, but but that, that's that's a very good point. So I did a lot of refreshing already. Uh, so I'm probably going to be hitting 100 before uh, the weekends. But um, uh, yeah, yeah I mean, good, to know, fair, good to know. I have so much. I don't know if this is true. I have so much item world warps. I have no idea what to do with them. So <laughs> maybe now no. I can use it. Now you know what you need to do with them. Excellent. And they can pick a unit that's probably like worthless because meta exactly. moves so fucking fast. And these units that we get to pick are, are I mean, I, I, I'm of course kidding because obviously both Roberta and Kaito are in there and they're both fucking amazing units. Um, but you know, like the actual meta of like Sylvie, well now Olive, um, Chizuru, Esther, they're not in there. Chow. Rip Wilk. Yeah, I actually forgot Wilk. I mean, Wilk is still strong. Uh, no shade on him. He was just, on my he was on my rank one team for Clash. Um, that being said, when I rerun it, he's the first one getting kicked off the team. <laughs> Oof. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, he's still he's still a very good unit. Let's let's you know, and he also has that ninety percent defense break, which is very nice. Like I, I only have Lara to do well, Lara and Kaito, but he's still again, the best ninety percent breaker in TV. Kaito, or yeah, TV. well, yeah, for sure, for sure, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Problem with Kaito and Lara is that they basically do very low damage compared to the rest. So, um, yeah, they're only, yeah, that's, that's a problem. I'm, I'm pretty glad that we went on and created so much content in like almost mostly a dead week. Yeah. But, but, but like nobody's still listening. Like people fell asleep a long time ago and I'm so sorry. Cause I know some of you listen to us while driving to work. Like, I hope we did not kill you or, or hurt somebody in traffic. Um, Oof. it's shadow's fault. Yeah, I, I, um, I literally only wanted to come on here to do like a couple of melon jokes, and that's it. See, every time Barros didn't talk during the podcast, he probably went for quickie fap. So just imagine that, and then you'll have. To oh no, no, no! I never stopped the fap. Like, oh, yeah. okay, sorry. Yeah. yeah, yeah. All right, now we're we're way out of line. All right, we need to we need to. Oh, close this, this is up. where we draw the line. This is where we draw the line. <laughs> this is where we draw the line. All right, thanks for coming on, Sensor. Later. Bye, guys. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>